pandemic, social unrest, the state, and the White House. You are listening to the John DePietro Show. You're listening to the John DePietro Show, folks. It's AM 1380, 99.9 FM. You can always listen online at the website dePietro.com. It is Thursday, and I really want to draw your attention uh, to the website dePietro.com. It is Thursday. November 4th and um, we just hit the three-month anniversary it was August 1st early Sunday morning hours Maya Brophy Behrman of Warwick was uh, leaving a friend's home uh, rather late early morning hours from Saturday night into Sunday when someone rolling by in a car uh, opened fire and took her life so uh, the case is uh, still unsolved there is a reward in the case, but if you'd like to see her parents uh, have a lot of courage, people have stepped forward, try to be helpful, but you can uh, see and learn more about it. But I encourage you, I, I sat down with her parents last night, and you can hear that interview and see it, actually, the video, right on the website, topetro.com. Now, a couple of things. Number one, uh, tomorrow, Friday, a number of the frontline workers are having a what they're calling a town hall meeting at the state house in and i'll tell you where they have an argument is there does seem to be a double standard with governor mckee in the fact that at the state hospitals he's allowing people that are not vaccinated to keep working but then in fact as many of you know uh frontline workers of rhode island those that for different reasons uh chose not to get the vaccine lost their jobs so there's also going to be more on this the other night uh, the other day at the press briefing that I was at, Governor McKee said, you know, and they're welcome to come back to my house if they want. Well, they're going to take them up on it. So it seems that the frontline workers are going to protest again at Governor McKee's house sometime next week. Now, another story to watch is this story in North Kingstown regarding the basketball coach slash teacher. Folks, this is, again, you can check the website, uh, dipetro.com. We have the full story. I really want to credit Channel 12 has been doing a ph phenomenal job, real investigative work on this uh horrific story uh makes no sense at all uh i've talked about it we've posted about it i have new details about it on the website topetro.com but the fact that young boys at north kingstown high school where this coach slash teacher was um you know supposedly conducting body fat tests but part of it was they had the option he'd ask are you shy or not shy in uh and, and so some of them would strip down and be naked. There's no reason for someone to be naked doing that test. Um, there's a lot of controversy how North Kingstown and the superintendent apparently ignored this story. That's what Channel 12 is reporting. I'm going to play some of it. Saturday morning, they're having an emergency meeting, and it's, I, I think it's going to get ugly. There's going to be a lot of protests. This makes no sense. Folks, again, you know, this is what I would call almost like teachable moment. If you're a parent, grandparent, you want to reemphasize young boys and girls, uh, you know, and, and, and someone yesterday made a good point. It, you know, even with a doctor, parents can go in with young children and be there when there's, you know, a, your child is seeing a doctor. So this once again needs to be emphasized. There is no reason why a young person under the age of 18 needs to ever be undressed having an adult touch them whatever test they claim they're doing and this was being done and people know about it teachers joked about it coaches said i don't want to get involved look the other way as 14 15 16 year old boys had to get in a closet alone with this coach and then he would act like well you know it's up to you if you're shy keep your underwear on if not you could strip it off and have them strip it off it's just it, it i know it sounds bizarre you know why because it is bizarre and it's everything negative it is creepy um now, granted just the whole element of it now north kingstown police they're insisting well he didn't commit a crime what do you mean didn't commit a crime the fact also how about the fact they let him resign as opposed to firing him why so he could keep his pension union stepped in union protecting him um it's just an appalling story now we find out that this this was going on back in 2018 this man was, in fact, hired by a middle school, Monsignor Clark. But apparently there's a glitch where various things that are posted about someone are not, uh, if you're a private Catholic school, you can't view what they could with a public school. 
So that's a glitch that needs to be changed. Everyone should have information on this. This person shouldn't have gotten on the job, but it goes back to why was he allowed to resign? Should have been terminated. Uh, I and, and you're going to hear, we're going to talk about it with our legal analyst, attorney Tim Dodd. But right now, I mean, this is this is how ridiculous this is. This is also how strong the union is. The, how strong is the teachers union in Rhode Island? You saw the effects of what happened down in virginia with the race of parents being told you're not allowed to have input of what's going on in the classroom how strong is the teachers union rhode island they couldn't fire the guy they couldn't fire him the union said no you can't fire him that's not a fireable offense really he's having he kneels down in a closet and has young boys 14 15 years old stripped naked in front of them and then he does tests supposedly quotation mark and then touches parts of their body and the union no no you can't fire him what do, what do you mean you can't fire him why is this allowed to go on why was this allowed to go on folks this is a story of certainly lack of courage the people there ought to be ashamed of themselves uh right now i have not heard we haven't heard of these allegations if someone had went farther than that attorney general's office could be investigating um but even if it hasn't it's just so bizarre it's in a totally inappropriate uh should not be going on and it was an open secret in the school that they they liked the basketball team they liked the success of the team they obviously liked the coach and so he was allowed to do this and though even though people knew about it adults knew about it and they did nothing to stop it so that is without question a story to watch now on the national front a lot of finger pointing continues regarding what happened with the results and now we're hearing this is aoc saying terry mcauliffe lost virginia because he was too moderate let me play a little bit of this i think we have the sound of this front, i actually think we have good news as well i know that virginia was a huge bummer and honestly if anything I think that the results show the limits of trying to run a fully 100% super moderated campaign that does not excite, speak to, or energize a progressive base. And frankly, we weren't even really invited to contribute. Boy, that is fantastic. They think he wasn't progressive enough. I hope they continue with that. I certainly hope they continue with that. Let's go back to CNN attention democrats or all liberals or really across the board the reason you lost the reason why the elections turned out the way they did on tuesday is because americans are racist this ought to win people over played the race card for a reason because he knows it works on certain white voters he did stoke white grievance politics to mobilize the republican base he's laundered trump's really sort of disgusting flagrant out racism he's wrapped it in education education right which is code for white parents don't like the idea of teaching about race that's the fundamental problem for these parents and this anti-crt movement they don't like the way whiteness is being portrayed in these new more inclusive lessons this wasn't about those pocketbook issues this was about how white kids feel talking about what black kids go through (laughs) this is comical i hope they keep going that way I hope they keep going that way. And then, you know, a star is born as the new lieutenant governor of Virginia. Wins, um, Winsome Sears. She was fantastic. She was on Sean Hannity last night. And I also want to play Joy Reid, who's a racist on MSNBC. This is what she said about the new lieutenant governor, woman of color. They're dangerous to our national security because stoking that kind of soft white nationalism eventually leads to the hardcore stuff. Your reaction to that? Wow. Sears. I wish Joy Reid would invite me on her show. Let's see if she's woman enough to do that. I'd go in a heartbeat and we have a real discussion without Joy speaking about me behind my back, if you will. She talks about white supremacy. Does she know that I ran against a white supremacist? I mean, Joy, come on, get your facts straight. You know, she is terrific. She is a force, folks. If you haven't seen her, she's a woman of color. She is a former Marine. She is just um, really, really uh, strong and impressive. 
How about also, let's go to former Obama campaign manager Stephanie Cutter addressing the election. The one thing do we make sure with the Republicans, we can't let them get parents. Listen to this quote. We need to make sure that uh, Republicans in 2022 don't become is the party of parents mm-hmm. uh, because we need to be the party of parents. <laughs> and, and we are. We're the ones that care about school funding. We're the ones that care about making sure that parents can send their kids to school. Uh, because they have jobs. Boy, that is a really good line. The Republican Party, the party of parents. All right, folks, a lot more ahead. You're listening to The John DePietro Show. It is a challenge trying to run your business today, especially if you spend most of your time trying to find the right workers. Instead, let MEGA professionals find them for you. Call them today, 508-336-7801. Right now, are you spending a good amount of your time trying to find the right workers for your business, your company, call MEGA, M-E-G-A, professionals today, 508-336-7801. If you need workers, drivers, certified help, part-time, full-time, weekend work, local, which is AKA sleep-at-home drivers, maybe it is drivers, class A, B, non-CDL, warehouse workers, mechanics, skilled labor, office professionals, even in the healthcare business, you can depend on MEGA, M-E-G-A professionals. Call them today, 508-336-7801. How much time are you spending trying to find the right workers for your business? Let MEGA professionals find them for you. Call them right now, 508-336-7801 for MEGA professionals. If you've been thinking about updating your website or if you have questions about how to get the most out of social media for your business, you could receive a free consultation from a local digital marketing professional, and she's been doing this work for 25 years. Contact Karen Etchells at InnoVest Digital Marketing. She will help you better position your brand on the web to engage visitors and get results. She's local and responsive. Give Karen a call for a free consultation at 401. 401- 321-2799. That's 401-321-2799. Or find Karen on the web at www.innovast.com. It's fall. Very soon, the heating season will be here. Let J.K.L. Engineering design and install a natural gas, high-efficiency carrier, Infinity System, J.K.L. Energy efficient, quiet, more affordable than you think. No gas, no problem. Let J.K.L. Engineering design and install a high-efficiency infinity heat pump system, including ductless splits. Heats in the winter, cools in the summer. These units are so efficient, it can reduce your oil bill by as much as 90%. They have the highest rebates in the market. They also do new installation and replacement of high-efficiency gas boilers. J.K.L., carrier factory authorized dealer, licensed in both Rhode Island and and Massachusetts for 55 years. J.K.L.'s reputation, second to none, especially for technical expertise and customer satisfaction. J.K.L. is an approved National Grid VPI installer. J.K.L. is also a Navian certified factory dealer called J.K.L. for a system replacement, oil to gas, or for a heat pump. Estimates are free. Financing is available, both residential and commercial. Call J.K.L. Engineering today at 401-351-7600. They do it right. They do it right the first time. They're licensed in both Rhode Island and Massachusetts. JKL, 401-351-7600. You're listening to the John DePietro Show weekdays. We start at 11 and we go until 2. It's AM 1380, 99.9 FM. You can always listen online at our website, Petro.com. It's time for our legal segment. Joining me right now, he is one of Rhode Island's top attorneys. He is our legal analyst attorney, Tim Dodd. And Tim, uh, I want to start off this story in North Kingstown that certainly has riled a lot of people, rightfully so. It's still unfolding, but it has to do with apparently this all allegations at this point. No one has been charged, but it's a coach. Uh, he was also a teacher at the school, and the way the story goes, that over a period of time, he would have students come in, and he would conduct what they say is a uh, body fat test, and uh, <clears throat> he would say to them, uh, are you shy or not shy? And if you, this is all allegations, several witnesses and victims, but 
if the kid said, oh, I'm shy, then they would keep their underwear on. They would be alone with him in a closet. If for whatever reason, if they said, I'm not shy, uh, then they would strip it and take it down. Now, it has been investigated, Tim Dodd, by the North Kingstown police. Attorney General says they're looking into it. Um, I, I, I mean, I, I'm getting a lot of parents and people saying, how can this not be a crime and illegal? But again, so far, uh, this individual who's no longer at the school has now left there. And I'd like to walk through some of the legal aspects of this story. Yes, this is, um, it seems it seems like every week there's another creepy story with somebody exhibiting really creepy conduct. Um, this guy is a coach. Um, he, I guess, is involved in some form or fashion with keeping the players, you know, in a uh, fit, in shape, able to perform at their peak abilities in the sport. He's got this fat test scheme that he is running that the guys on the team would come in and, as you say, either with their underwear on or without their underwear on, uh, purportedly to do a fat test. Now, I know many people who have personal trainers and go to gyms, the personal trainer may do a fat test to see how well the um, physical training that the uh, trainer is putting the person through is working. You take a series of calipers and you um, sort of squeeze for fat, like maybe on a person's arms, on their leg, in their midsection. Um, there's different ways to determine your body mass index and your fat content. So is this coach doing it for a legitimate purpose or is it a pretext to get some sexual or pure, uh, prurient satisfaction out of looking at naked young men and touching them in some form or fashion? So far, John, we don't have anything to suggest that there's any sexual touching, that there's any inappropriate touching of genitalia, buttocks, or anything like that. I mean, it sounds as creepy as all get out, but so far there's nothing to suggest that we know of that there's some sexual component to this. Now, he did it behind closed doors. He did it to juveniles. Most of these uh, players were not um, over the age of 18. It was nope. done without parental consent. Apparently, it was done without the knowledge of the school administration in North Kingston. So why was he keeping it sort of under wraps if he thought that this was something appropriate to be doing. Why wouldn't he have a witness? Why wouldn't he have the school nurse there or somebody else, you know, maybe taking notes on what the body fat on these uh, young men might happen to be? So is there a crime? So far, it, although it's creepy, there's nothing to suggest criminality yet. As you said, John, apparently the North Kingston Police Department investigated this and found no crime. The school department apparently got wind that this conduct was going on, and in executive session apparently uh, voted to, to fire this coach who was also a teacher. But, be but before the um, termination was effect effectuated, he resigned. Boom, he's hired immediately at a local Catholic school. They think they've yep. got, wow, we got this coach. Holy cow, how did we ever get so lucky to get him? Oh. And North Kingston never says anything to this successor school. Hey, you know, we got rid of this guy because he was doing some odd things with his players regarding fat tests. So either North Kingston didn't think it was worth reporting because there was no sexual conduct. They just thought it was creepy. Or um, they relied on a North Kingston police investigation, which found no crime. The whole thing doesn't add up, John. There's something more that has to be going on. There must have been students who complained. Otherwise, why would he have gotten fired? Why would this have reached a critical mass that the um, school committee would have seen fit to vote to terminate him? The, I presume there's more facts that we're not yet aware of. 
Now, Tim Dodd, just going through the, the guise of this, you could almost see where um, you, you didn't have to go through the test. So he would even say, apparently, they all knew the phrase, are you shy or not shy? So the kids are voluntarily stripping down to their underwear. Um, you know, by all accounts, uh, it's not like he was then pleasuring himself in front of them or, as we say, touching them. But can you see some kind of legal aspect to this of, I mean, it just seems so beyond the pale. I, I know a couple things. Number one is someone that has coached. One of the things they teach you is, you know, I, you have to take a class before you're allowed to. I've been a basketball soccer coach. One of the things they say is just for your own protection as the coach, never be alone with a child, let alone this. Um, <clears throat> I also know at a different high school, uh, yeah, they were doing a body fat test, but they hired an outside company. Uh, no one was getting naked. Uh, the whole thing, Tim Dodd, is, is just so bizarre. Now, Attorney General Peter Narona says that he's still looking into it. It, it, it. Could this be that they're searching to try, you know, some kind of a some kind of a crime or something to hang on? I mean, it, it just, it, by the way, being naked is totally unnecessary, apparently, for this type of test. So... I'm just trying to think if I went to the dentist and the dentist said, hey, we're going to do a full cleaning. I'm going to need you to completely get undressed. Um, I, I mean, just the whole thing is is odd, but there is a possibility here, Tim Dodd, that as much as parents are upset and apparently a lot of the young men are upset, but there was that there's it's one of those things is like a loophole in the law that it's apparently not. It, it is creepy. It seems um should be should be some kind of policy against it it doesn't sound as if i guess maybe it, there's no well the the issue is was this coach doing this test for his own sexual gratification now Let's assume, and this is all just a hypothetical. MEGA Truck and Trailer Repair. Call them today, MEGA, 508-336-2110. 508-336-2110 for MEGA Truck and Trailer Repair. Whether it's commercial trailers, diesel equipment, free estimates, FHWA inspections, also Rhode Island State Inspection Station, trailer pickup and delivery. Listen, you're trying to run your business. You need MEGA truck and trailer repair. Call them today, 508-336-2110. Trailer pickup and delivery, 24-hour mobile service, ABS repairs, brakes, doors. Listen, if it's on a trailer, they can fix it. MEGA truck and trailer repair. Call them today, 508-336-2110. You need it fixed you need, need it fixed in a hurry, and you need it fixed right. Call MEGA Truck and Trailer Repair today. Remember, free estimates, commercial trailers, diesel equipment, trailer pickup and delivery, 24-hour mobile service, and if it's on a trailer, they can fix it. MEGA Truck and Trailer Repair. Call them today, 508-336-2110. I apologize. Just pick it up from there, Tim, and I'm, I'm curious what you make of the fact that Attorney General Peter Narona his office says that they, they are, in fact, still investigating this. Yes. Let, let's assume this coach, without saying anything or doing anything overt in terms of conduct, let's assume he really got off watching all these young men come in naked so he could pinch them to see where they were fat. And he was getting sexual gratification out of it but never said anything, wasn't physically showing anything which would suggest he was getting physical, I mean, excuse me, sexual gratification, no physical um, things that would be obvious, but he really enjoyed it. That would be a hard thing to prove um, if it were true, and that's all hypothetical. If there was any inappropriate touching, certainly then you get into something that's criminal, and if the attorney general is keeping an investigation open, they might be shaking the trees to see if there's any of these young men from the past years of him being the coach who could come forward and say, yeah, um, 
the coach did X or did Y or did Z to me, which I found very offensive. It was inappropriate. I told him to stop. So far, to the best of our knowledge, what's out there in the public realm, they don't have that information. If they did, I'm sure North Kingston would have, you know, sought to have him charged criminally. So if it's all subjective and he enjoyed it but never let on that he was enjoying it, he might get away with this as, you know, something that they can't prove criminally. Maybe in good faith he just thought, he needed to see these guys naked so he could assess whether they were physically fit. Or I mean, it, it's it's quite a stretch for someone to really think that way. But yeah. it, 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 it seems like conduct that the average person would say, there's got to be a crime here. But based upon what we know to date, there's not yet a sufficient evidence of any type to suggest that there was a crime going on because we don't have the component of sexual gratification. Uh, folks, again, we're speaking with our legal expert, attorney Tim Dodd. Now, Tim, the uh, much-anticipated Kyle Rittenhouse begun. Seems how, sounds like they, <clears throat> they were able to see the jury faster than maybe they thought initially they were going to. But a couple things about this, and the first thing is, I'd like to hear your thoughts on the judge has said that the men that were shot not to be referred to as victims. They have to be referred to as either rioters or looters. Now, that had a lot of people upset. Uh, this is a self-defense case with Kyle Rittenhouse um, going unrest after the Kenosha, the shooting of Jacob Blake. What can you tell us so far about the Kyle Rittenhouse trial? Well, what, what I understand is this is a real no-nonsense judge. He's probably yeah. the longest-serving judge in this jurisdiction, uh, I think he's right to suggest that these three gentlemen, two that got shot and died and one that got shot and wounded, to not refer to them as victims, uh, because that would be a prejudicial term that would suggest that the defendant did something that made those who were shot victims of a crime. Typically, when you say someone's a victim, it's like they're a victim of a crime, the terminology in that identification presumes some criminal conduct or some offensive conduct uh, that makes you a victim. Now, to, for the prosecutors to have to call these individuals rioters, well, that has a, also has a prejudicial connotation, which would make them potentially seem like people who weren't um, as sympathetic if they were rioters or protesters. So I think that the fact that he has limited the terminology is something that greatly favors um, Kyle Rittenhouse at this juncture of the case. Um, it's an issue that would certainly be potentially looked at by a reviewing court, but this decision by the judge in terms of identification terminology uh, is certainly an advantage for the Rittenhouse team. Um, there was a it's funny and not funny at the same time article that showed Kyle Rittenhouse yawning like, yes, like I've never seen anyone yawning before. Um, over and over and over. Now, some people might say, well, you, some people yawn in response to stressful situations. Who knows? Maybe this guy doesn't sleep at night because he's about to go on trial for his you know, freedom and looking at a long potential of being in prison. Maybe he isn't sleeping. Maybe he is tired. But his team better do something to either give him a no-dose or give him the elbow when he's doing it because the jury will watch everything. They don't miss yeah. a trick. They don't miss a trick. They're looking at body language. They're looking at expressions. Um, recall from the, um, the Floyd trial, the jury made a lot of watching the defendant's conduct, even though he had a mask on, his expressions, his demeanor. Yep. And were very negatively impacted in terms of what they thought of the defendant there because 
of his body language and his facial expressions. So Kyle Rittenhouse had better uh, smarten up, sit there, either take notes or listen attentively and resist the temptation to yawn. I'm sure he's been corrected by his team at this point because the optics of that are horrible. Folks, quick break, a lot more. Attorney Tim Dodd right here on the John DePietro Show. If you're ever in an accident, pick up the phone and call West Fountain Auto Body today, 401-272-3340. Were you in an auto accident, someone damaged your vehicle? Folks, it can happen, whether it's people not paying attention, a drunk driver, people texting and driving. If you're ever in an accident, pick up the phone, call West Fountain Auto Body, 401-272-3340. They're located 400 West Fountain Street in Providence. Remember, with West Fountain Auto Body, they're going to work for you, not the insurance company. Call them today. If you were in an accident, drunk driver, someone texting and driving, minor fender banner, even a nearly totaled vehicle, call West Fountain Auto Body today, 401-272-3340. They'll handle everything for you, the original, the best, and if you're in an accident and a tow truck pulls up, tell them, bring that car over to West Fountain Auto Body, 401-272-3340, 401-272-3340, West Fountain Auto Body, located 400 West Fountain Street in Providence. They'll work for you, not the insurance company. If you're in an accident, call West Fountain today. Get it repaired, 401-272-3340. We're speaking with our legal expert, Attorney Tim Dodd. Tim, there's still fallout from the post-election last year, November, December. Various people going to town. <clears throat> Newsmax and One America seem to be at the kind of at the center of a lot of these uh, allegations and lawsuits from these <clears throat> from these machines. And yet, there's a, yet another apparent lawsuit that's coming forward. Yes, the most recent one that just got filed is the Smartmatic uh, system. Smartmatic is a competitor to the Dominion system. Uh, Dominion was a bigger player in the um, voting technology um, space, but Smartmatic was also a, a participant. And they have brought a cause of action. They had already sued Fox News, and I believe they had already sued Rudy Giuliani and um, Sidney Powell, but they've just added as party defendants One America News and Newsmax um, on the theory that uh, these two networks were on a what is alleged to be a disinformation campaign and that they intentionally and repeatedly defamed Smartmatic by um, reporting as news or as something that's true things that they knew were false. So allegedly, they're charged. They're, they're, it's claimed that One America and Newsmax were peddling information they knew to be false. Now, as this litigation, like all the other Dominion litigation, et cetera, grinds through the court system, the question is when a network is reporting the news, is it an opinion? Or is it news reporting? If your on-air talent on an opinion show is saying, well, you know, that's Smartmatic system, you know that was being manipulated to help the Biden team, well, that might be actionable. But if your anchor sitting behind the news desk says, and in today's news, Sidney Powell filed a lawsuit claiming blah 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 or... Sidney Powell had a press conference where she said blah 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 against Dominion or against um, Smartmatic. And the network dutifully reports something that's a big news story or that Rudy came on and made certain allegations. If the news report is to report that some person of notoriety, Sidney Powell, came out today and said that Smartmatic did thus and such with its computer software. Well, that's not what America's saying it. They're reporting that somebody else said it in a public forum. So there is a question of what is actionable when you're reporting the news. 
Um, and that's yet to be determined. That's going to have to play out through the pretrial discovery process. But it's a real big question for all the networks if, if networks are to be held responsible or liable for damages for reporting what's being said out there in the public, public realm. Now, Tim Dodd, I'm always fascinated when they come back with these verdicts of uh, not guilty by reason of insanity. There's nothing that gets the public upset more. And, uh, and apparently <clears throat> there was an incident several years ago, I think it was 2015, and it's in the news now that the judge has decided that the person in Providence is not guilty by reason of insanity. Those, there were, um, nothing generates more email to my program than when a judge comes out with that type of verdict. Yes, this is a horrific, horrific set of facts. A 72-year-old man was around the Armory District in Providence. He runs out of gas at night. His wife comes in her car to help him get out of the situation. They're both there outside of their cars. And the defendant comes out of a house on one of the side streets with a metal baseball bat and beats these two individuals who are doing nothing more than trying to get their car out of the way and get home, beats them both senseless, beats the, the, the man to the point that he has permanent brain damage and he's uh. become blind, and the, the wife sustained permanent injuries, um, which essentially left her incapacitated. Really no reason for this. These people weren't doing anything threatening. They weren't committing a crime. This guy this came out screaming and yelling and started smashing these two over the head and beating them senseless. Um, it's not a rational act. It's an inexplicable act. He is charged criminally, and um, his attorneys rightfully asked for a competency hearing. Because clearly, uh, this is not the act, actions of a person in their right mind, arguably. Um, and the court had two different um, psychiatrists um, investigate this guy, have sessions with him so that they could report to the court on the issue of competency. And both um, psychiatrists who interviewed this guy determined that he was mentally incompetent, um, that he was, I believe, schizophrenic and delusional, and uh, concluded that this defendant could not appreciate the nature of his acts, the harm that his acts would cause, and that he could not conform or control his conduct to conform with the requirements of the law. And that's basically the standard for um, being determined incompetent to stand trial. So the court has ruled that he is incompetent to stand trial. Now he'll get sent out to the Eleanor Slater Hospital for a further, I think it's a 15 or a 30-day evaluation to see if he can safely uh, remain in the population of patients at the Slater Hospital or whether his presence there in his conduct would present uh, potential harm to other um, patients at that facility. And if his conduct is so uncontrollable that he would be a danger to others at that facility, then the court would have to make other arrangements to have him placed elsewhere. But for the family of these two individuals who were beaten um, to the point that they have had tragically altered lives, any time that the court determines from a legal standard that a defendant is in, incompetent to stand trial, it's understandably upsetting to the family. They don't get to see their day in court. They don't get to see this defendant go to jail. They don't get any satisfaction or vindication that the system is punishing the person that maimed a mother and a father, a husband and a wife in this situation. So it's a very unsatisfying result um, for the family of these victims. And these cases really create hard decisions for judges because the judges know that if they determine a person is incompetent, it's going to cause a lot of um, pushback in the media and in the public at large 
that, oh, here's a guy who's getting away with it. Look at the John Hinckley case. He yep. was, you know, he was determined to be incompetent by reasons of insanity. And now he's walking the streets, um, having never spent a day in jail. A lot of people would find that very, very disturbing and uns- unsatisfactory. But that's the way our system works. Yeah. Folks, another quick break. A lot more. Attorney Tim Dodd right here on the John DePietro Show. Well, health continues to be an important part of our daily lives. That's why you need to stop in and see the queen of health. It's Marie at It's My Health, because it's your health. But It's My Health, 1099 Menden Road in Cumberland. Look for her on Facebook. You can also call her at 401-305-3585. You know where she is, right in that very majestic old white church, diagonally across from Davidport Restaurant. It's My Health. And inside, pop in. You'll see vitamins, herbal remedies from trusted companies who understand quality, integrity, local products like acai, honey, maple syrup, beef fresh gum. It's my health. 1099 Menden Road in Cumberland. Wait till you see the selection. Over 250 bulk herbs, teas, spices purchased by the ounce plus boxed herbs and teas plus hemp and CBD products. Stop in natural skincare products, hair care products. It's my health, because it's your health. Stop it and see Marie, 1099 Menden Road in Cumberland. We're speaking with our legal expert, Attorney Tim Dodd. Tim, there was the uh, odd story of the Providence School administrator who was uh, charged with, he'd go into a gym, and he was uh, saying to these uh, young men in the gym, hey, what kind of socks are those, a sneaker? And he'd take off the sneaker and start massaging the foot, uh, the foot rubber, and <clears throat> he initially came out that he was going to challenge it and go after the work police but the uh the work police are punching back yes this is <laughs> this is another story that has a, a a definite creepiness factor to it um we'll all recall that this um administrator lost his job he's at the gym allegedly goes up to an underage um young man there um allegedly uh, somehow removes his um, uh, footwear, removes his sock, and starts uh, massaging the kid's foot. That's the allegation. Now, he gets charged criminally. And when he gets charged criminally, the police allegedly look at the video from this um, gym or this health club to support their affidavit for a search warrant. If, if a cop sees conduct which is criminal, the cop can arrest right then and there. If the cop does not see the alleged criminal conduct, but is relying on statements of others or looking at videos or things of this nature, the cop would have to prepare an affidavit in support of the issuance of an arrest warrant. So in this case, from what I understand from what the defense counsel, I believe, is doing, the affidavit prepared by the Warwick cop says that he was able to see on the video that this defendant removed the kid's uh, footwear, the sock, and started rubbing the foot. Defense counsel claims to have looked at this video and that none of these things are evident on the videotape. Allegedly, if if defense counsel is correct, no video of the shoe being removed, no video of the sock being removed, no video of the foot being rubbed of this young man. That precipitates something that's called a Frank's hearing. Uh, A Frank's hearing is to put on a hearing before the judge to say, judge, the warrant sworn out by this cop to get this arrest warrant is defective, it's fraudulent, it misstates the facts, it has lies, it's incomplete or it's incorrect. If the, if the affidavit that the cop swore to, to get the arrest warrant, is invalid because it's saying things are true, which are evidently not contained in a video, and the cop says these things are all in the video, that could be grounds for the court um, canceling um, the warrant, which would essentially dismiss the case. 
an open question would be, even if the arrest warrant and the affidavit were suppressed as evidence, would there be a sufficient amount of information to still continue trying this case based upon the word of this young man who allegedly was the victim of the purported conduct of this um, ex-school administrator? So it's an interesting tactic that defense counsel is taking. You don't, you don't see Frank's hearings occurring all that often, and it's a direct attack on the veracity and the truthfulness of the cop that uh, completed the affidavit to support the arrest warrant. If the affidavit's no good, then the warrant's no good. If the warrant's no good, then the charge gets dismissed. Brothers Disposal. Call Brothers Disposal today. Get a purple dumpster for your driveway. How do you know it's Brothers Disposal? Because it's a purple dumpster. Look for them on Facebook and give them a call for an estimate, 401-688-0517. Get a dumpster in your driveway. Maybe you're cleaning out your basement, your garage, unwanted belongings. Maybe you just have some things in boxes that you've never taken out. Clean it out with Brothers Disposal. They're also now offering weekly trash collection services. Call Brother Roland today at Brothers Disposal, 401 401- 688-0517. Whether it's a small household construction project or you just need a dumpster to get rid of some unwanted belongings, call Brothers Disposal today. Come on, brother. Call Brothers Disposal, 401-688-0517. Look for them on Facebook, Brothers Disposal. Get a dumpster in your driveway, 401-688-0517. Listening to the John DePietro Show, AM 1380, 99.9 FM. Folks, you've heard me talk about first we started with september i think the entire fall actually uh should be suicide awareness suicide prevention if possible and the person you've heard me speaking with we've got such great feedback about it is first of all the website is mantherapy.org mantherapy.org joining us once again is our friend dr rob harrison and dr rob it is uh, so important i want to just start off uh kind of to me the elephant in the room listen there's there's far more popular topics to talk about i'd rather talk to you about the patriots or how beautiful the fall weather is but uh suicide awareness as you've i've heard you even say that the workshop that people could be part of it's similar to like learning cpr could probably save more lives than cpr it's one of those things that can no longer be a topic that people no longer discuss uh there are people out there that feel desperate that are at the end of their rope and the good news is there's warning signs for different individuals that they can spot and potentially in, save someone's life. That's right, John. Uh, anyone can learn this. Uh, it's called QPR, which stands for Question, Persuade, and Refer. And as I said before, it is more effective than CPR in saving lives. Um, it basically teaches anyone how to recognize the signs that someone may be thinking of suicide and ask them directly the question, are you thinking of suicide or thinking of taking your life? And then for trying to persuade them to let you help them get some help as a friend or a relative, a neighbor, coworker, not a professional, but just as somebody who cares. And then refer them appropriately uh, to the, uh, the, the best place for them. Not everybody needs to go to the emergency room. Not everybody needs a 911 call. So we need to figure out how we can refer appropriately to get help that people need. Dr. Rob, um, if you would be uh, so kind as to explain, how can people sign up for the workshop? How far in advance? Uh, what's been the reception so far that of people that have uh, taken part in your workshop? Well, the first part of the question, uh, the best way to find out uh, the registration link for the, I do it on Zoom, the first uh, and third Tuesday of every month for the community. It's free, obviously. Um, but I, the best way to get that link is to go to healthybodieshealthyminds.org, and you can register for whatever day uh, works for you. It's usually between 6 and 7.30. It's just an hour-and-a-half training. It is an evidence-based training, and at the end, you're certified as a uh, suicide prevention gatekeeper for three years. Uh, this is a great training. It really does uh, help a lot of people. So if you go to that website, healthybodieshealthyminds.org, you can uh, register for any of the trainings that they're done. Um, the feedback has generally been very positive. Last spring, I, I presented the class to some teachers at Charo, 
and I got an email back from one of the teachers who said, you know, I took this course thinking this is going to be a complete waste of time because I teach kindergarten. I don't need to know this stuff, but I want the credit, so I'll go ahead and do it. And I found that I was 100% wrong. It is a very, very useful class for anybody to take. I found it extremely helpful, and I'm just encouraging everybody to take the class. So that's the kind of feedback we get. And I want the listeners to know I, I plan to take this. Uh, obviously, because of my occupation, I come in contact with all different types of people. And as I've shared with Dr. Rob, folks, and, and I've talked about it on the air, but uh, just this past spring, there was someone that I knew, had known for quite some time, um, and then he just found himself in a place that he could not climb out of. And I, I, I wish that I had been had taken that type of workshop. And I, I don't know if it would have changed, but I could have changed the dynamic. But um, but it's terrible when it happens to someone that you know, and then you think that maybe maybe they're... And in this particular case, there were some warning signs. Now, folks, this also, we're speaking with Dr. Rob Harrison. And Dr. Rob, something that people can do instantly, and that is, I love this 20-point head checkup, mentherapy.org. Folks, there has been, and again, I recognize this is a topic a lot of people don't want to talk about, but I have found, Dr. Rob, everywhere I'm going, people are secretly kind of asking me about it. But there is an epidemic of, right now, men. And it's, it's men over the age of 50, that for whatever reason have found themselves in a in a place where they uh, they they don't see a way out and they they take the most drastic action possible and and this is something that people can either do for themselves or maybe share with their with their husband or a brother or just even send the link to a coworker someone they're a little concerned about um, again it's it's not an easy thing to to broach but at the same time you could be saving someone's life. Absolutely. Uh, if you go to mantherapy.org, in the first place, it's, it's very, uh, very funny. It's a very humorous approach to try to engage middle-aged men uh, to con- consider what their mental health is uh, is like, and also to see what other people have done to get uh, to get help. Um, it, the twenty-point head inspection helps a guy figure out: Am I just being really stressed, or am I really dealing with anxiety or depression or some other kind of mental health problem? Um, it also gives you tons of resources. Gives you videos of other people who've struggled and, and have found help. Uh, so it's just a, a great website, just mantherapy.org. Anybody can do it. Uh, the other nice thing about it is there's no stigma associated. Nobody's seen you go to a physician's office or, or to a therapist or anything like that. Um, not that those things are bad, but a lot of men uh, have that stigma and don't want anyone to know that what they're doing. So this is a way that nobody else has to know what you're doing. But it's a great resource for, for anyone who's struggling. Folks, again, the website is mantherapy.org. You're listening to The John DePietro Show on AM 1380, 99.9 FM. Folks, remember, you can always listen online at our website, depetro.com. Check out the website, depetro.com. We have original, unique, exclusive stories, videos, content, all our links to social media, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube. It's all right there, and that's also the best way to reach me. Log on at the website, depetro.com, depetro.com.